הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שברנו, כל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכנע אבל קידוש עם אשר בארץ המה. ובפחד לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו למנחלן וכוחו אמר רבנו נחלן יפה גנה נחלך מנחלן מאומן זכו תם תגן עם כוס אל אמן. עכשיו בעזרת השם הוא עוד גימן. והתיקון הזה להכניר בתל כסיבות השכל הוא על ידי בחינת מזבח. רבנו says the rectification for this, what's this? To subdue and to nullify the foolishness of the intellect. How does one do that? It's through the aspect of the מזבח, the altar. Because the, the, the main way that foolishness um, is able to, to draw its sustenance, meaning the way that the klipot, the evil forces, draw its sustenance, it draws its sustenance from the aspect of the altar, as it's brought in the Zohar and Trumah. What's the aspect of the altar? This is a reference to eating. So through eating, the evil forces draw their sustenance. Because the table of a man is in the place, or it, um, it's able to atone just like a Mizbeach is able to do that. And from there is the essence of their sustenance. So Rabbeinu says, therefore, after uh, an upright person eats, it's certain, it's obligated that he ha- must have some sort of confusion within his mind a little bit after the eating. And this is because the, 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 the sustenance of this foolishness or the klipot is from this place of the eating. But you have to make sure that you don't give life force to the klipot other than the bare minimum of that which is necessary uh, to bring it life and not anymore. Meaning, don't give it too much strength. And then, whenever the mizbeach, the altar, is as it's supposed to be, as it's repaired, meaning that whenever the eating is done with proper, um, with proper kashrut, meaning that you do it in a proper manner with 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 the simcha or etc. etc. Meaning, all the things that the halacha. Um, describes that you have to do according to the way you eat, then this is how you subdue the evil forces, which is what? The foolishness of the intellect. Because when one eats in an upright manner, one only brings life to the evil forces just enough to give it the bare minimum. Because this you're forced to give it to them. You can't, uh, you can't nullify yourself from this. From this aspect, I do as is known. But the main thing is not to give them enough more strength than or life force than you need to. And this is why, through eating in an upright manner, one subdues foolishness and he's able to exalt the intellect and bring to to power the intellect, as we see in the Gemara in Baba Kama. Concerning a question, Rava asked Rav Nachman. So we see when Rava asked Rav Nachman, In the morning, he, he told him, And the reason I didn't answer you last night, 
was because I didn't eat ox meat. Um, so it seems that Rav Nachman didn't answer the question outright. He waited until the morning to answer the question that Rav, Rav asked him the night previous. But the reason why was because he didn't eat ox meat. Nimtza, so what's the idea of the Gemara? For the fact that he didn't eat, Rav Nachman didn't eat, his mind wasn't clear. Because through eating, one is able to subdue the foolishness and to greaten the intellect, as we just saw. But when one eats, um, like a glutton and a drunkard, which is the aspect of blemishing the altar, then the evil forces draw sustenance, which is the foolishness to tell me more than that which is fitting for them. And then foolishness overpowers intellect, which is. God forbid, something very dangerous. But through proper eating, one is able to subdue what we just talked about above. And this is what it says The altar was in the portion of the Toref, of the predator. What did that mean? Was in portion of a predator. So Rabenu is going to play on the words Toref, which is the idea of predator. But here he brings it to Edim. Teref Natani Rav. What's Teref? Which is the same root letters as Toref. Teref means sustenance. Bechinat Achila Bechashut. And what's this idea? That sustenance Natani Rav he gave to those who who feared him. What's this idea? Bechinat Achila Bechashut. What's sustenance? This is when one eats in. An upright manner, that through this one subdues the torfin, teref from the toref of that that aspect in the in the gemara zvachim, from that phrase in the gemara zvachim, that through eating in holiness one subdues the torfin and tears to pieces otan. What is otan? The klipot. One tears to pieces these klipot. This is the evil forces and the foolishness. Look at the awesome chidush Rabban was saying here. But when one blemishes the mizbeach, when one doesn't eat properly, blemishing and eating, through this he gives strength to foolishness, and he plays and he basically mixes around the words toref, which is to tear apart. Into what teruf, which is what confusion? Teruf adat, the confusion of the mind. What is that? Whenever the ksilut, the foolishness, overcomes the intellect, God forbid. So toref then becomes teruf. So we see here teref, which is sustenance, which is the idea of sustenance when one eats bikashrut. Then one creates this aspect of toref, meaning he's able to create a predator that is able to munch up all these klipot. Is able to eat all these kipot and to subdue all these kipot, but if one doesn't eat properly, then he turns toref into teruf, which is confusion of the mind, as we talked about earlier. One, when one doesn't eat like a, or when one eats like a drunkard, and a glutton, then one causes this, this, um, this damage. Rabbeinu explains that to, to repair or to complete the blemish or to fix the blemishing of the mizbeach. How does one do this? It's through the aspect of converts. Because all idol worship doesn't have strength except by means of that which it receives from the blemishing of the Mizbeach. 
Idol worship receives its strength from the blemishing of the Mizbeach. As it says in Marachi, in any place, Ktoret is burnt. The Ktoret, the incense is brought, and is offered in my name, Hashem says. So what does this mean? Because even though they are servers of idols, they serve idols, all their strength comes from the blemishing of the portion of the Mizrach. And this is why Hashem Mizrach says, that the Ktoret is burnt and is offered in my name. Because where is the strength of the Klipot come from? From the spark of holiness of the Mizbeach, the holy Mizbeach, which God forbid falls down to the Klipot through our um, bad eating. But through Gerim, but, or what we said earlier, through Avodah Zarah. Um, let's see here. But through converts, that, what's the idea of a convert? That he throws away the faith of um, that he grew up with, which is false. And he goes after the faith of Am Yisrael. Through this, he subdues Avodah Zarah. And how is Avodah Zarah made? How is it formed? Through the blemishing of the portion of the Mizbeach, as we talked about. And Rabbanu explains all the sparks of the portions of the Mizbeach then return to their place. And the Mizbeach is complete. And it's proper now. It says in Bamidbar, Lo Yishkav, the Jewish nation basically shall not lie down Ad Yochal Teref until he eats his prey. What did that mean? Vedam Chalalim Yishteh, and the end of the verse is Vedam Chalalim Yishteh, and he drinks the blood of his kill. So let's see what the, the Unkelu says. Vetargumo, Vedmichse Amaya Yerat. So what does it mean, and he drinks the blood of his kill? Or, and he eats and, uh, until he eats his prey? And until he inherits the possessions of the nations, basically. So let's see what this means. Inheriting the possessions of the nations. Why Unkelus uses this interesting language to this to translate what we just explained. Yochal, when it's a reference to eating, when it says eating, Yochal Teref, or when it says in this verse, Yochal Teref, eating his prey until he eats his prey. What is the aspect of eating prey? This is completing the Mizbeach. As we saw above in the verse, that the Mizbeach was in the portion of the predator. This idea that through eating, holy eating, when it creates a predator to defeat the Klipot. This is Yochal Teref. He eats his prey. Meaning holy eating is able to eat up the Klipot as if the Klipot were prey. But how does one accomplish this? Through what? What? When he inherits the possessions of the nations. Which is what? The Gerim. Who are the possessions of the nations? The converts. As it said in the Gemara. Um, about the idea of um, the possessions of the, of the Gerim, of the convert. Um... So what that translates as is the first one to take the deceased convert's belongings. Zacha, he is the one who is acquiring these possessions. 
So if a convert passes away, God forbid, when a convert passes away, then anyone who claims that possession of the convert, the first one to do so is able to inherit that possession. So this is the idea of he inherits the possessions of the nations. Who's the nations? The person who was initially part of the nations, the Geh, is then giving inheritance of his um, his possessions. As we see here in this Gemara, HaRabenu beautifully ties that together with this idea that the Geh is able to repair the sinyan of blemish, of the blemish Bidreach. But how is it possible to create converts? Aren't they far from the from the holiness of Israel? And from where do they come that they're able to come to such a, a wisdom or an intellect? Where do they receive the consciousness that they should convert? Where do they receive this this spark of consciousness that they, that they should convert? Rabbi was explaining this idea, this phenomenon of converts. Arda. However, no. How is it converts made? It's done through this aspect of what it says in Mishle. Wealth adds many friends. When a person is wealthy, he seems to have many more friends. So Rabenu explains this to be as what? Meaning when one gives charity to a Tamid Chacham, a wise man, and what is the wise man, Tamid Chacham? He is encompassed of many souls of Israel. He's not just one soul, he has many in him. Because the truth is, So I, I did a lot there, but the basic idea is like this. Rabbeinu brings a question again, how is it possible that that those from the, the Goyim, the nations, can come to the faith of Am Yisrael. Aren't they very far from the holiness of Yisrael? And how is it possible to speak to them so that they should listen to us and that they should come to the, our holy faith? Meaning, what's this phenomenon? How does it take place? Rabbeinu answers, But however, Just like one who's far from his friend, and it's impossible to speak to him, it's impossible to speak to this friend in order to make him listen. So what do you need to do? You need to write him a letter. The same is true with regard to the gerim, the goyim. You need You need to write or send to them the aspect of a letter, the goyim, because they're far. Until they're able to listen, even though they are far, they're able to listen through this letter. Through this writing. Now Rabbanu is going to explain the faculty of hearing and the depth, what it means to hear. Rabbanu explains because the essential faculty of hearing or listening to something is because the letters of speech are engraved within the air. How does one hear something? Whenever one speaks something, the letters of that speech becomes engraved in the air. And the air is conducted by striking one another, until basically comes to the ear of the one who is listening. Meaning all these letters strike in the air, or the air strikes each other, until the letters reach this person's ears, and those, that letter enters the ear of this person. And this is why whenever the air 
is tranquil, it's pure, it's clear. Then the one who is speaking. Then one who is able to speak, his speech is heard from afar. As we see naturally. אבל כשיש רוח סערה, but whenever there's a storm wind, when there's something loud, like a storm, אז אי אפשר לחברו לשמוע, it's impossible for his friend to hear, כי הרוח מבלבל ומפחיד חלקי האבירים ומתפזרים. Because all the portions of the air are being spread out and are being confused, they're being separated. The spirit within the air, which is supposed to strike each other until it reaches the ear of the listener, is being confused through this storm or through this sound that is taking place and is making it hard for the listener to listen. Until literally it's impossible for his friend to listen to his voice, all the more so the words that he is saying. So we see here this phenomenon of speech. That how does one listen? Listening to something comes through this idea of the, the what you call the letters getting engraved within the air. And then that air which has engraved within it the letters striking the next piece of air which then strikes the other portion of air until it literally reaches the portion of air that is right by the ear of the one who is listening. And then that person who is listening takes it in and is able to understand what that, what a person is saying. But the, ear, but the air has to be clear so that this air can do this striking idea that we're talking about, this movement up all the way until the ear of the listener. So this is the same idea uh, with regard to, let's say you, you speak to a friend. The friend has to be close or the friend can't hear you. Same is true with regard to storm wind. If a storm is, is in the middle of uh, you trying to speak to someone, it's going to be very difficult to listen. But through charity, this wise person is able to take souls. Because he takes for himself friends, those he loves. As Munbaz said, in the Gemara, My ancestors Store money. Oh no, my, my ancestors stored money. Sorry. Ganzu, they stored money. But I stored away souls. What's this idea? As we talked about earlier. The one who adds wealth adds many friends. So just as the ancestors added money, wealth, so that enabled him to add souls, which is this idea of friends. So we're going to see here. Look how awesome this is. The result is like this. The more tzedakah a person gives, the more tzedakah a person gives to many more people. Through this, he's able to acquire for himself more friends. And through that love that he creates, because he has more friends, he increases love between them. And how does one acquire this love or these friends through the tzedakah that one gives, the charity that one gives? What does one do? Because what did we say earlier? The one who adds wealth, he adds many friends. So when one gives tzedakah through his wealth, he adds more friends, etc., etc. So when one adds more friends, which is adding more love, as we talked about, through this the air is purified. And the more one gives to many more people charity, and he acquires love from more people, through this, the air becomes clearer and more purified, more and more, the more you give tzedakah. Because what's love? The definition of love is the binding between ruach and ruach, spirit and spirit, between the spirit of the person 
of you and the spirit of the person you love. This is the idea of, of love. Ava's binding between two spirits. That is the spirit of the one who loves, but the spirit of the one who's being loved. And what is this idea? What is the binding of spirits? This is the idea of clear air. That their spirits are at peace with one another. Meaning the air is clear because what's air? It's like spirit. It's ruach. And what did we say love is? It's ruach between one and another. It's a binding between two ruachs. So what's the idea of Turuach? It's the Ruach of the one who loves with the Ruach of the one who is loved. And this binding of these spirits is this aspect of clear air. Because there's no bad air between them. Which is hate. That separates between them. Because what's hate? Hate is an aspect of Ruach. Evil spirit. Evil, evil air. Hashem placed an evil spirit between Abimelech or an evil air between Abimelech and between the people of Shechem. What did Rashi say? Sin'ah. What is that evil spirit? It's hate. So we see that hate is Ruach Ha'a. So we see that Sin'ah, hate is this aspect of Ruach Ha'a. And what's evil spirit? It's the same idea as Bibul Avir. Confusion in the air. The air isn't clear. It's like a storm wind. And whenever there's a storm wind or whenever the air is confused, you can't strike one another. What happens? You cannot hear the speech that is being told. And the opposite is true. Same is true. The opposite is true of love. Love and friendship is the aspect of clear air and pure air. That through this, hearing the speech is heard from afar. One is able to hear speech from afar. And what this creates is charity. And my bad, how is this created? It's through charity. Clear air is created through charity. That one who adds wealth adds friends. That whenever he gives taka, which is the idea of wealth, when he gives charity, he takes for himself and for himself. What's re'im? Many friends. Re'im ve'ohavim. Friends and loved ones. And through this love that one creates between one another, then the air between them is purified. We talked about binding between two spirits. And the spirit, the spirit is obviously a spirit, spirit of good, spirit of love. And the air is pure. And the more one increases to give tzedakah to more people, to, to, to people, so we see here, more tzakah one gives, the more air is purified in the world, the more air is purified between these people. Because when one gives tzakah to a person, what is he doing essentially, is basically he's acquiring for himself a friend, a beloved person, a friend that he loves. Then his spirit is binding to his spirit. Then he creates an area, a small area, of pure and clear air. But when he gives tzedakah to two people, not one, but two, he creates a small, a bigger area than the one that he created previously. A bigger area of clear and pure air. explaining basically, the more tzedakah one gives, the more people, the greater the area he's acquiring. 
pure air because the more love that he has between people. So what Rabbeinu is explaining is the essential of tzedakah is what? To give charity to the true tzedikim and to the poor proper people to the people to the poor people who are proper who are upright who are fitting for this money. Not people who are going to use the money for bad etc. or whatever it is. These two sort of categories, true tzaddikim and to proper fitting, proper poor people, because these two categories, these two people, are um, encompassed of many souls of Israel. Many souls of Israel are within them, are within these sort of people. Because with this, he's able to grade in the area of pure air and clear air, tranquil air. Because just through the tzedakah that he gives him alone, he's acquiring for himself many, many friends. Because why? Because all these people, poor people, and tzadikim amitim, they have many souls encompassed within them. A tamid chacham has many souls within him. A poor person has many souls within him. So he has many souls within, within each of these type of people. There are many souls that exist within them. Or and that through this, basically, um, the more you give tzedakah to these sort of people, these two categories, through this, one creates a greater, clear air area. And then what happens whenever the air is clear? Whenever he speaks one thing, when this speaker, my bad, when this speaker, when he's able to speak a speech that is fitting for a Jew, a, a Jewish speech, what does that mean? A holy speech, a holy word, a holy phrase. And this sort of speech or phrase is written and engraved within the air. How do we know this? As it says in Tehillim, Leshoni et, my tongue is like a pen. Sofer mahir, it's like a skillful scribe. That one's tongue becomes like a scribe in a sense. That one's tongue, which is where one's speech comes out from, then becomes a scribe because it's engraving within the air this sort of scripture. And then what happens right after the speech goes out from the one from a person's tongue? and becomes engraved in the air, then the speech is then heard from afar by this person who's listening, as it says in Esther, His fame went into all the countries. The same idea. His fame, but basically the idea of that the listening went through all the countries. Meaning in order to listen, it had to travel through. Because through the fact that the air is clear and tranquil, one is able to hear from afar. Meaning all the countries were able to hear from this through the fact that the air was clear. Then this speech is then written down in the books of the Goyim. Medina umdina kichtava. And it says, Medina, each country according to the text, according to its writing. Each and every country according to its writing. So we see here, 
every country receives sort of speech from this person that is able to create this clear air through this tzedakah. And that speech that gets written down within the books of the goyim, and then these goyim basically have written in their books the emunah Yisrael within their books without them even knowing, that enables converts to read it and then do come back to the emunah Yisrael. We're going to see as the government is going to explain. But what did he say? Then the Goyim find in their books the opposite of their religion, their faith. As we saw many times that many converts converted because of this, because they saw in their books the opposite of their faith and their religion. And from how does this come? I was explaining literally this phenomenon, this awesome phenomenon. This phenomenon, how this happens. How Gerim convert. How converts are able to go through this conversion process and how it begins. How does this come? That they should find now something that opposes their religion. How is it possible that they find something within their books that opposes their own religion, their own faith? Rabbeinu explains, this comes through the speech of the tzaddik. Because the speech of the tzaddik is engraved and written in the air. As it explained, my tongue is like a pen, a skillful scribe meaning the tongue which speech emanates from, then becomes like a scribe because it becomes engraved and written down in the air. And the air is already cleared from the fact that the tzaddik is basically this idea of Hon Yosif, Re'im Rabim, the wealthy adds many friends, or because the tzaddik is able to do this concept, until literally the speech of this tzaddik goes all the way until this place of or until any single country his fame was went over all the countries meaning the speech of the tzaddik was able to travel to this country to that country and each country each country had the speech of the tzaddik written within their books and through this they found in their books the opposite of their faith. And as we saw in many instances in, in Jewish history that many people converted through this phenomenon. As we hear many stories of how many converts that converted through this idea. To the fact that they found within their books the opposite of their faith. All of this is drawn. Rabbanu is explaining the source and the reason, the sod. The biggest secret for why all of this happens. The secret of converts. How does this happen? Through what we just explained. Which is an awesome, awesome idea. Canal, as you mentioned above. This is what it says in Esther. And it was found written. That which Mordechai told. I think it's referencing. Whenever Achash opens up the book of Chronicles. And he finds that Mordechai saves him from Big Tan Veteresh. Etc. Etc. So let's see what the the metaphor or what this really means. How Rabbanu is really interpreting this phrase that it was found and it was found written that which Mordechai had told etc. Etc. Mordechai represents one who denies idol worship. Meaning someone who has true faith. He was a Jewish man. Meaning he was a man of Jewish faith. 
one who hakofer, he denies the idol worship, idol worshippers or the goyim, he is called a Jew. So now Rabbi is going to interpret this, what this really means. It was found written that which Mordechai had told or had said. So let's see what this means. Meaning the speech which Mordechai had told, which is what? What type of speech? Holy speech. Speech that we talked about earlier. Holy speech. Speech of a Jew. Which is what? Speech of denying idol worship. They were written inside the air. They were engraved in the air. Until the it was literally found in the Goyim's writings. And this is what it says. And it was found written in that which Mordechai had said. What does this mean? That the, the, the speech that Mordechai had said, which is the speech of faith of the true tzaddik, was found written in their books, because the speech of the tzaddik went far. It traveled a distance. Until literally became engraved there in the books. And through this, we find in their books the opposite of their faith. Because in their books are literally the holy speech or the holy words that Mordechai had said. He's the tzaddik of the generation. And this is what it says. It was found that which was that which Mordechai said. It was found written that which Mordechai said. Kanan, as you mentioned above. Azai. And what happens after this? When the goyim come and they find the opposite of their faith within their within their books, with this they become converts. It says in Esther that many from the other nations became Jews, which is all through the aspect of Mordechai, the speech of the tzaddik, etc., etc. So here we see. Basically, the greatest depth, the deepest secrets about how converts come into existence and the source of where converts come from, all this mamash, this, this deep stuff that words cannot begin to describe the depth behind this and the secrets Rabban was revealing, uh, revealing to us. Because Hashem, may we have the merit to do this and to, to complete the, or to perfect the, the blemishing of the Mizbeach, to repair this inyan, to eat in Kashrut, as we talked about earlier, to make Gerim, Bezrat Hashem, to this idea of love. And um, and clear air, etc., etc. Bezrat Hashem, Shenis Kelezeh.